This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to Celtic Rumours TV, episode number 159 of Boys and Bovril podcast with myself, Mark. Mate, I've got big Jerry ways. Evening, Jerry. Hey Mark, how we doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? No, oh, got a kid out there living the dream. That is some dream we're living to, oh, isn't it? The nightmare, the new. Yeah, I don't know if Terms is coming on or that, and I've fired a link out on the live chat if anybody wants to come on. Hey, Jerry comes from our forum. He's big campsy boy. You in there? Uh, our forum is www. That's one W too many there, isn't it? www.celticrumors.co.uk the link to that and everything else for Discord, everything that's on the description box below. Uh, remember and hit the like button if you uh, if you're in. As Bobby said, Bobby, he was about two hours early the night to Bobby Reese <laughs> thumbs up, just yeah. making sure he was in time, I think, today. Right. Uh, and if you know how to leave a, a comment, please do. Uh, yeah, a few shout-outs. Uh, Paul, we will be Paul. Paul's usually he be on for a while because he's, in, he's injured and he's got a bad knee, but pulled back into hospital the more he got an operation in his knee and something else going on in his private life. He's actually going through a wee bit of a tough time. He's had a bit of a lost to a close family member as well, so it's not been a good time for Paul. Paul Timmerloy and Richie, they're, I think they're still in the hospital as well. A Glasgow Green, I heard he's in the hospital as well, not doing too good. Uh, Mikey, I'll shout out to Mikey as well, Will Malika. Uh, Welshie and all the trips after for him. Uh, who we go to Reggie in? As I said, Bobby's here. Good man, Bobby. Uh, 25 past five, he was on it. Smash, he smashed the light, girl. Smash the light on arrival. He's on a yellow Aye. Evening, Liam. Aidan Nicholson. Hail, hail, Brian. Nice to see you. Brian, nice to see you. Liam as well. Martin. Crop bags. Kev, evening, boss bags. <laughs> Bobby, 1962. Thanks for coming in again, Bobby. John Coyle, Craig Young, a few, few different names and new names in there. Chris Curtis, Dr. Strange, love, nice to see you, mate. Plunge, nice to see you as well, buddy. There's Terms here. Evening Terms, good man. Hail, hail, Alex Versailles. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. Uh, I, a, I emailed John earlier on JFB and I'm just, just and I said to him, how many times over the last few months and that have I said, sort of hear Jerry and said to you, that's the worst Celtic performance. I've seen uh, in a long, long time. Ah, uh, you're, you're that, on repeat, mate. That again last night is that's one of the worst performances I've seen in years for a Celtic team. Absolutely. Right, uh, it was dire, mate. We were getting we're getting cut open again. We're getting the last couple of games we've looked as open as anything, as if they could cut right through us. So we will start it. I mean, we got after. No, uh, no bother, Terms. No bother, pal. Right, uh, good man. Um, it was oh, it was abysmal, mate. Um, and it scored. It's we got the the penalty early, and once we scored that, I thought, here we go. This will be us. We'll settle down. We're going to kick on. Same again as last time. Um, 
and that no, nothing happened. Uh, didn't even look like scoring. That big boy up front missed a couple of chances. Uh, well and runner missed a couple of chances and then bang, they scored and they looked. I mean, they could have had three or four if it wasn't for Hart and, and, and bad luck. Uh, and then we get the the rightfully get the other the, the penalty at the very end. But no, it was it was a abysmal performance uh, from a lot of them. And I, I I don't know how he changes it, mate. I really don't. But the boy Kuhn, he was uh, he's not any better than what we've, what we've got. Well, so again, the, I've not seen that much of him. Do you know what I mean? I'd like to give him a bit of kind of But last night he was shocking. He was absolutely right. garbage. Even if Frank Frank Kennedy, love it. Alex it's needs said, to stay see you, bud. It's but it was obviously again. First half last night, we were all right. That's exactly it, mate. I was about to say we must we must get sick of saying the same thing. Uh, we can't play two two good first half, uh, two good halves. Um, first half against uh, the sheep, we done well. Uh, the second half we were abysmal. Then last night we were okay, uh, and then second half, <clears throat> excuse me, we were we were horrendous. We were terrible. But I think it's maybe um, I see a water's back in training. One of the boys should put it on a water's Aye. back training and home. I think maybe we keep saying this one needs a rest. But Paul Cal Cal Mack out there, he's been he's been atrocious. I know uh, O'Reilly's been off the boil the last couple of games in Palmer. Uh, he had a wee spell out there. Well, he never started. Bernardo, um, I thought he tried to work hard last night and try and get about the pitch. Uh, O'Reilly was was well short as well but I don't know what McGregor's bringing to the team right now and I never ever thought I would say that mate because I'm I'm one of his biggest fans and he was always my first name in my team sheet but right now um, we really need to do something to, to breathe uh, life into this this team and this title charge because we're stuttering and stuttering and uh, we need to uh, uh, change something so I think Cal Mack needs a rest but you look at the way the, the team that started and the team that finished I mean it's Ralston and Welsh. So Ralston done okay, but no, it's 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 a shite state of affairs. And as I say, Rogers has been self shot with the, the with the board and some of the players that um, that are there. Welsh injured again. I think he had a tight hammy, didn't he? Aye, but I sort of read earlier on that he's going about for a while again. Seem to be picking up a lot of injuries and. I've seen a few people on the forum saying it as well that the team at the kind of look a bit. Or oh, no, is they lazy? They're just no, maybe not up to the kind of fitness levels that we're kind of used to expecting as well. See, this is a thing. He's like, I, I don't believe for a minute Rogers would let his team be uh, no, no, be fit enough. I don't. That's one thing I really don't think he, he would ever really accuse him of being being lazy uh, in that respect. I don't think he would neglect the the fitness at all. Uh, and plus, they've got all the, the sports scientist stuff and all the rest of it up there, so they should know. Uh, what their fitness levels are like from this time last year uh, to now, um, and what they're at, and if they if they if they are needing a break, but it's the same as um, the first time Rogers was here. We picked up a lot of was it soft soft tissue injuries, we're calling it, but we're getting uh, calves and hammies right, left, and centre. So there's something uh, they can't all be knackered at the one time, mate. Something's not right. Well, love it seeing 60% possession, 35 possession was 
scales and passing eat passing each other. <laughs> it's uh, we've, we've said this, but there's no point in a or this possession. You need is it's fine having Hunter's possession. You need to be, be doing something with it. Do you know what I mean? You need to be actually throwing in their third, their final third, trying to put the ball in the back of the net. With a few chances last night. Um, all right, the the uh, big Ida, he he worked he worked kind of hard. He had a couple of chances. One, it was offside, and uh, there was a couple of chances he should have maybe done a lot better. I think he was he was right through, and I don't know what he tried to do, pull it back or mess about, man. But if you're a striker, you're looking to have a a, a pop at goal. So as I say, we'll give him a wee bit of a chance, but there is a reason he was a third choice striker at Norwich. I was just I was just going to say that after Bobby put on about Burnaby last night and their Kev saying that he was his man in the match. I mean that shows you do, do you know what I mean? That shows you how poor we played when I get a player like Burnaby was actually a man of the match or I mean one of the contenders for it. So I think I'd I, I even think Joe Hart got go to have a shout out a couple of saves. Aye, I mean that's safe that's safe for the boy with overhead kick. Do you know what Aye. I mean? I know it was straight down his throat, but how many times have we seen these boys get straight through heart, through through mm. his legs and all sorts of things. I thought, I mean, that's like what we're saying. Burnaby or Joe Hart, anybody else? I mean, would you put anybody else forward for a man in the match last night? Nah, nah, definitely no, mate. Nah, we're, there's, there's no point trying to gloss over it. We're shite. We're, we're, we're done you now. Um, but the thing is, it's we're going through a bad patch, but we're equal. We, we, can, we, we can change. We're capable of changing this around. And I'd give... I would give Rogers the benefit of the doubt being able to uh, get a big performance out of us. And I think we're just needing a wee bit of, of luck now. Uh, we seem our, our heads are down, but we're needing a couple of goals before we can relax. We seem awfully tense. Um, it's, I think once we, we maybe get over this wee sticky patch, we'll be fine. But it's trying to get through it without dropping any mere points. Uh, it's got to be difficult. But, I mean, well, is it a lack? Is it a, a confidence thing? Aye, that's that's what I was going to say. I think it is a bit of a confidence thing, and and God knows how because they've proved themselves. I mean, they're on the other side. I mean, we've beat them home and away. Uh, they've got nothing to worry about there, but they're just they're grinding out results. And we said that the other night. Although they're they're, they're rotten, they're grinding out results, and that's the sign of a, a championship winning team. But last night we got the result. Aye, it was fortunate, but hey, we've had plenty over the years that. Um, we've missed out on, so we'll take it. But there were there were two goals. They were the two goals. Definitely penalties of both of them. Oh, definitely. So there's no doubt about them. And no, def- definitely, definitely no. We've we've had plenty against us over the years, so we'll, we'll take it. Uh, and the big boy eventually gets. Oh, no, no, I said it's it makes a change. Uh, we've got somebody that can hit the back of the net with a penalty. Oh, he definitely he showed it. I mean, he showed quite a cool heat to take the two penalties. Aye, aye, de- def- definitely. Um, or true, two big moments. Um, the keeper probably wasn't expecting, and nobody else to do his homework on him. But um, step up and stick the ball in the back of the net with this stupid. Stoke start run-ups are a relief. So it's, no, there's nothing more. I, I can't stand serious start run-ups. I know, I know. And again, I know it's penalties, but I'll, I'll not do the lad's confidence any here. 
No, no, definitely no. And um, it's like Roy the Rover stuff they now for him. And I'm hoping they playing for his so-called boyhood team um, is going to maybe uh, give him more confidence and inspire him to do a lot better than he, he's, he's done. So we'll, we'll wait and see, mate. But as I say, the jury's still out. I mean, he's, there's, no, there's a reason he was a third-choice striker for Norwich. Aye. But, um, you need to get him in a boy. Nice to see you again, bud. Nice to Thanks for coming in. Just, you need to give him a, a, a bit of a chance um, to see what he's going to do. But he's done his case no, no too hard in um, the two games he's played. But couldn't for me. Oh, I thought he'd be a bit more, a bit more direct um, and looking to take a man on. But we'll, we'll wait and see. But first impressions are they really setting the heather on fire. I mean, one of the main kind of assets is meant to be speed. Yeah, well, that was it. He had a couple of chances last night, um, and I thought he could have knocked the ball past it, past his man and went. But no, he never. Uh, but listen, the 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 majority, the, the whole team were, were below par last night, uh, and we could easily have just uh, lost that game. So we've got the result. The three points is all that matters now, and hopefully we can do the business on Sunday against St Mern. But the, did, the, the leagues did are breaking up. Did you see this? Somebody's blue cards, Jerry. What's, what's that, buddy? Put, well, put up here, put Kev says about these blue cards that they're getting a tie away. I seen they were going to do that in the, the, the women's game for, for dissent and uh, stupid fouls or professional fouls. Or is it just so, a women's game? Nah, they're going to try it like the women's game now, I think, this oh. summer. Um, so I bought it and let them try it there and see how they go on. That, and I think they were taught, I can't remember what cup some cup game they were going to they were trial it in so uh, I don't know Jerry, Jerry will be there if it's a women's game Jerry will be there to let us know how it goes down at the first game at the full Celtic women Mate, honestly, he's, 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 he's my go-to guy with you oh, don't, don't do that man that's another thing see we're talking about I'd love to know how much money Celtic waste uh, appears in the PC brigade with this women's team because if it was up to me man you disband it and hunt them it's a total waste of money. I mean, I, I, it's not the kind of thing I pay much attention to, but and I, I have noticed it myself. But because they seem to have these decent, well, decent women players, but they they only stay like a season and then go away. And it's, I don't. I, I mean, it's as if there's no direction in even the women's team like it is in the first team. Oh, yeah, they're, they're heedless chickens. You just let them run about and do what they want. They're, they're, they couldn't, they're not going to drop a bag of wet cement. I wouldn't, there's no point in getting started on it, man. No just point wind you start. up. Wind ah, you you're, up. you're right. It's uh, Bobby. I heard Bobby's got a season ticket for it. The women's team? Aye. Aye. Because he's a mad shagger. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, uh, but... <clears throat> If you, you could get right through the team last night, Mark, um, and Hart uh, had a couple of good saves and kept his in it. Uh, then going to AJ, well, he won as a penalty, and then that was a, a, a right bad knock he took. And hopefully he's back for, for Sunday. So we never get much of him. Ralston mm, was, o- was okay. Uh, Center half, we get the drawers ripped after them. Um, last night so I don't know if it's the script I mean I, I, I thought it was a bit weird when he was bringing on 
the the rocky but I didn't realise Welsh's hamstring was tightened after the game. And then McGregor and O'Reilly. I think O'Reilly, I don't know if they were talking at half time saying he was Lennon was going on about he was getting man marked uh, throughout the game, O'Reilly. But I never I never really noticed that. But McGregor, if he's uh, he's turned into Peter Grant, we just want to stand there and point at people. Uh, and shout shout at uh, other people for what they're doing wrong, rather than doing that he's doing the right thing himself. That's it. Uh, and then Abada and Kuhn were were shite. They were they were poor. Maida, he's he's a good he's a good out ball to have, uh, and I'm glad he's back. Aida, he works he worked hard, but took his took his two penalties. Brilliant, but we'll wait and see. Um, if he's gonna if he's gonna be the one for us, I still can't believe that we've let that big Mayovsky go. There's no chance we'll get him in the summer. I think he'll be off to pastures now. Because I think the amount of goals he's banged in, the performances he's been putting on, the 50 goals in two seasons for a rotten Aberdeen team's uh, some return. So, but hey, hey, ho, it's up, it's up to our board. They'll, they'll be happy. It's it's fine. They'll charge us all thoughts with for season tickets, merchandise, all the rest of it, and be happy enough to put a straight team out in the park, sell the manager and the fan shop yet again. Mark, are you still a million percent sure we'll win the league? Aye. I love your confidence, Marco. That's where I messaged Aye. you last night straight after the game. <laughs> That's what I you. As long I mean, as he's still confident, I'll still hold on to It's like if they treat everybody, see... Last night, it was like against even Aberdeen, oh, that's it, we gave the league away. So if we'd beat Aberdeen, we'd have won the league. Right then, last night, we're sitting at one each with Hibs. Oh, that's it, we've gave the league away. And we won the game, so does that mean we've won the... We can't, we can't just get through this full season saying the next goal's the winner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of Celtic fans are doing. And it's still about 14, 14 games to go. 13, 14 games to go. It's well, just the volume of... Volume of points we've dropped in that short space of time, and then the performances. The the performances this season haven't been the greatest. Uh, we've not had like one right good game. I can't remember saying right that's been one right good game we've had. Having like first half and second half, um, we've played well in patches. Uh, I was listening to Rogers' interview after the game last night. He was talking about uh, some of the slick football, and I'm thinking. What have you been watching? There's not been any slick football being played here at all. It's still some of this, or it's still some of this, it's still all this shitty monotonous passing side to side and all the rest. We need to be a lot more direct than we are uh, and stop letting teams get back in numbers. Teams are just sitting in and want to hit us in the counter, and that's it's they're, they're killing us. I mean, that's we need to take our chances and kill teams off when we've got exactly, the chances. Mate. Exactly. Once we get one goal, it's a case of, right, job's done, we'll sit back and we, we can't relax. Uh, we need a couple, of, a couple of goals before we can chill out. But the last few games, um, it's been like a hot, hot knife through butter, um, getting through the middle of that park. We're, we're not even getting the second balls or nothing. Teams are just cutting his wide open. And Burnaby, his, his positional sense is atrocious. He's, uh, he might have been all right on the ball last night a few times, but he leaves that defence wide open. And I'm, I've been one of Taylor's biggest crit- critics, as you know. Um, and I, I didn't think I'd, look, I'd say I, I can't wait till he's back. I think he's got a chance he's back for the St. Martin game under Taylor. Aye, yep. 
Yep. Dare I say it, like, listen, uh, see if I had to sacrifice a cup for the league. I'd it, I've said it before, I'd do it every time. Um, the league's your bread and butter. I couldn't give the monkeys the two cups if they want. Charge on. Mm-hmm. It's the league. It's your bread and butter. So if we had to sacrifice this game on Sunday uh, for, for us to win the league, then so be it. But as I say, I, Taylor's due back. Owen Yang should be back. So we're getting back. Uh, numbers back. And hopefully a wee bit stronger. I, I don't know when Hitati or Vickers will be back. But um, the, the sooner the better for them and us. I mean, I mean, Hattati, we've hardly seen him this season. Nah, you could basically say the two of them are for the season, mate. It's it's terrible. Bobby, you're right. I had Aberdeen six nothing game. Sorry, that's the only game of the season, mate. Um, no, the two of them have uh, the two of them are basically been out for the season, and I think it's a disgrace, mate. That this Hattati was allowed to go abroad anyway. Uh, he's international team. I think it's shocking after been out for for so long. And then gets injured again playing playing for his country. I mean, it's fair dues. It's Celtic will get no make money out of it, but his wages will now be getting covered by Japan and things like that. And, uh, and insurance payout, but it still doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Be, nobody's kind of money that makes it worthwhile with one of your best players sitting in, injured for so long. Exactly, mate. No, it's, you it's, should have it's, even if he was due back, you should have even just said to him, Look, we don't want you to go to this major cup. You're just back after a long term. You've only, I mean, what, did he even play a full game for us? He only played, was it a half a game he played or something? Yeah, no, I think maybe played, maybe maybe more. But, but I mean, that was hitting, he was away to that thing. Oh, and still, could have wrote a still in, aye. Signed him off, said, no, he's no fit to, look at Ferguson, done it enough times with Man U. I mean, it's uh, just coming into, it's part of your rehabilitation day for a couple of games, getting you back in and that. You shouldn't be getting caught away to international duties and, if you're That's in that it. part of your rehabilitation. Man, if he's not happy, tough. Uh, we're paying his wages. So, no, Celtic, I don't know what, what the position would have been, but surely the like, doctor should have said, no, he's no, uh, he's not in his best interest to be going away. Johnson, I don't think we can stop players going on, but I don't know if you can stop them, but surely even if you've got to be able to put in like a kind of appeal and say to the, the, the Japanese FA, this guy's just back after a long-term injury. Yep. There's good, I mean, do you like to think there's a bit, we all, like clubs and like that, any national kind uh-huh. of association when it comes to stuff like that, you'd like to think there's a, some kind of a, a relationship for give and take on that. Aye. Yep. What was your take on last night? Me? Oh, just terrible. It really was. There's no other word for it. Yep. And... Suppose it's if we had to get that second penalty, we could still be playing playing that Aye. game the new, and we still would be sitting there, and we probably would only lose it rather we'd have conceded Aye. a goal rather than scored a goal. Well, that was when it got to be eight six minutes. I was like, I went through to make a cup of tea. I think I know what's coming here, and then I could hear them hear the talk about there was a, a VAR review, and I thought, oh no, um, and I couldn't believe it when it was it was for us. But as you say, if we never got that penalty last night, we were playing at Christmas and we still wouldn't have scored. So, but we'll, hey, we'll, we'll take it, mate. We'll take it. But, but, but still three think? points, still three points in the bag. But it's no, I mean, you're not, it's not the kind of result you want to brag about. Do you know what I mean? No, no, and it's I can understand the uh, 
I mean, I seen Rogers' celebration at the end. I mean, that's that's more relief than than anything else Aye. because he'll be uh, he'll be he'll know he will not be happy with that performance at all. But do you, you, do you think he's same, capable you, of lifting them? I think I, 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 I say it, I know, I say it quite a lot. A lot of the teams doing to these players, they need to get their finger out and start doing. I mean, Rogers has come out and said the exact same things that we've we've said. Yep. He wants to see them moving the ball quicker. He wants to see them being more direct and stuff like that. So if we're saying that, Rogers is saying the same thing. Why are the players no doing what the, the man just telling them to do? Think they've down tools. I don't know if it's the down tools or if it's just certain players are just have been get through certain like if certain players are going through a, bat, a bit of a poor spell, the full team's going to play a bit poor. Do you know what I mean? It's like, when you've got your main midfielder, Cal McGregor, and your main striker, Kyogo, no being at their best, the team's yep. going to be out, be out of sorts. Even in mm-hmm. Dez, nice to see you, mate. When you've got your wingers are struggling, do you know what I mean? The full team's just just needing something something to click. And see, when it does click, that would be the, that would be the difference. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for this to click as well. Uh, and I think he's uh, still the man in earth for the job anyway. And I think, I don't... I, don't necessarily think the the players have down tools. I think there's too many of them going through uh, a bad patch, as you said. But I think it's maybe time. I think Rogers will want Kilmack to try and play play through, through this through the bad patch. But um, I don't know if it would be better firing somebody else in there than now. But I think he'll be hoping that. Uh, Callum can try and play through it, but he's had a poor season. He's had two good games, and they were both against them. Uh, and that's that's kind of been it. I, I seen one of the kind of the stats guys in that. You know, on Twitter around the day. Uh, I, I usually I like to give people a shout when I use their stuff. It might have been that Juco James guy. I'm not sure. I think it might have been, but and he was talking about it, and he was saying that what well, you look at all this, and it's like. Uh, skills is playing like a, a playmaker. It's going back to like we're centre backs and like playing as we're playmakers rather than, yep. like, rather than McGregor. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I mean, when you think when you when somebody tells you that day and you think back, you can kind of see it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. In my in my eyes, I think I, I'm thinking. Well, that's a good thing if your centre backs are that far up the park, they're in the positions to be like that. But they're not capable of doing that, so now it does become a problem. And is that taking away from what Cal McGregor's job in the team is? Is that why he's not doing he's not doing so well? Because he's, he's because the centre backs are pushing up, they're kind of controlling the tempo of the game and controlling how we're playing it. Is that taking away from McGregor's actual influence on the game? Aye, no, I can I, I can understand what you're saying if uh, if they're keeping it, but no. <laughs> If the, if the centre halves are pushing up and the the other team are sitting in, it's it's uh, it's reducing the amount of space there. But that's where Cam's always been comfortable in the ball. So if he's good at knocking the ball, or knocking the ball about and taking it in tight spaces. But I, I don't think I don't think that's the reason. I just think he's been. I hope it's no too many two games he's played over the years. Eventually catching up on them, but and he's burning it. Aye, but. We need to do something, whether it's fire home in there or, or put a watt in or whatever. And to be honest, McGregor's always been that bit uh, better f- further forward. So I don't know 
what the what the answer is to know, my man. You know, a lot of people think it should be all go three five two and stuff like that, but I'm not a fan of that. But I just think it's it's what we're seeing. Getting getting somebody in there with a bit of muscle and letting letting McGregor get a wee bit further forward. I will. I kind of his natural game. The last couple of games is the first time I've been like that. Now we really could be doing my CDM for uh, the league the now, but I've always said we don't need it because of the the amount of possession and the amount of times we dominate the ball. But last night we could have been doing with somebody just putting their foot in the ball and or breaking up play and getting us that bit forward. Right, but a CDM doesn't just need new. It doesn't need to be just a pure. Do you know what I mean? Didn't you just winner. need to be the old, the old fashioned kind of ball winner, animal kind of guy? Aye. You know what I mean? If you still play a bit of football, but just somebody that's a wee bit more defensively minded than the guys that we've actually got in there. Aye. Well, I, I don't understand. I mean, Awat has done well in some of the chances he's got, but I don't know if it's because it's our team has chopped and changed quite a bit uh, since the start of the season. But I don't think that's down. That's I don't think that's one of the factors that are contributing. It's just plain shite. I just keep hoping for us to everything to click and that us kick on and power away for them. I mean, they put, they've no became bad players. You know what I mean? I mean, they're, they're just terms even saying players who were excellent last season look terrible this season. Imagine that. But I mean, that's that the team after the back, he won the treble. <laughs> just. Uh, people are oh, most yacht and we look see Starfield. Half the more than half the Celtic fans couldn't wait to see Starfield out the door. Yep. And and now they're growing about how much we're missing them and stuff like that. So it's uh, I agree it's it's the thing is the their jaw is getting better and better a player every week. Uh, that you know here. It's like some of the, the some of them the it wasn't that influential. If he scored a, a, a few important goals, but he never he never took every game by the scruff of the neck uh, and worked wonders and broke every team down. He had these poor moments and all, and a lot of wasted chances and wasted crosses and pass where he sh- should have shot and shot where he should have passed. So he's getting better and better each each passing week in certain people's eyes. So. I'm no buying it's because we've lost Yota and Starfield. We've lost, we have lost quality. Um, there's, there's no denying that, and we've been sold short. Of, the board sold us short once again, but there's still enough uh, decent players in there that we should be playing a lot better than we are. And well, I mean, that's a lot. Of, I mean, I see a few people in the chat saying it as well. A lot of it has to go to, yeah, for the players' feet. It's them that are out in that park. They've got because seeing I mean, you can, you can, you can. It's like see if you're watching your team and they get beat and they come off and they look. They're, you can tell that they've gave everything. So, I mean, we've saw it in Europe. You know what I mean? When the players have been out. I've not I mean, over the years we've seen it with Celtic teams. They've gave every. They're dead in their feet. They couldn't give any more. They've left every bit of their body on that part, and they've just not been good enough. You don't yep. mind that. You can understand that. Mm-hmm. It's when they're running about the park and it's as if they're no caring. As if it doesn't matter. We just need to turn up and we're good, we're good enough to win because it, I don't know. Is that the kind of attitude that's coming into the squad? That they just Aye. think they need to turn up and they'll win? Nah, that's, that's no way. Uh, they've brought over the course. They should know They should do that. And 
you can have seen your pros like uh, McGregor and that should be getting hammered into them. Uh, they, they, they don't get above their station. But there's Bobby had put on Jota, Palmer, no brainer. I, I couldn't agree. I would have Jota every time. Uh, Palmer, when he first came, I thought he was he had the potential to, to go on and uh, be just every bit as good as Jota, but he's no, he's no, uh, the last few weeks he's been honking, absolutely honking. And Maestro had another point about the wingers needing to create space and attack down the flanks. Instead, we end up in the middle. We've, we've said that umpteen times, mate, and I, I couldn't agree more with you. It does my box in. All these wingers now want to cut in and have a shot instead of getting down the getting down the flanks, creating the space and get the ball into the box. Uh, Evening, Maestro. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. That's, uh, that's uh, because all you're doing is, I mean, it's easy enough to plan against. They just congest that. 18 yard line because that's the, they know that they're just going to cut in. So that's, what is it? Two men just sitting there and there's nowhere else for them to go. Aye, it's uh, it's no. I've I've said this umpteen times. It gets too congested in there. And you're trying to break down teams. It's 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 easy peasy for them. There's no uh, there's, there's there's no it's not that hard. Um, when they're all in the middle, but if they're using that full pitch and stretching the, the the back line, you're going to create more space. But no, it's these modern day wingers. Right foot want to play in the left, and left foot want to play in the right. Uh, when it's they should be able to get in past their man, get to the byline and cut the ball across. I like to see how many goals well, are should be good enough. They should be good enough to be too fit, and it doesn't matter whether they go inside or outside. They can get the ball whatever way right. they want it to go. Yep. Evening, Anton, CJ, nice to see you, lads. How many goals are scored for the wingers cutting in and having a pop to wingers getting to the byline and cutting the ball back? Because they cut inside and it's either just another pass further inside. Occasionally they'll try to be be kind of overlap if the full-back's chasing it up. But then it'll be be a pass inside and then it'll end up going back to your centre-backs again. Or they're getting in. And they're trying a shot, and it just ends up with pinball in the box. Aye, away back to your centre half. It's your freaking uh, playmaker. Aye, aye. But John, they're too it, slow, too slow. Need, agency, need desire. That's exactly that. Yep, a hundred percent. As I say, we need to get that ball forward quicker, down and quicker. Get it, get it forward quicker, rather than this scales and Welsh and the Rocky and whoever want to have about six or seven passes between them uh, before they get the ball forward. And I say, if our if if we can use the use the flanks and and stretch teams, then then all the better. But no, it's we have the know that, We know that we know that we've got the midfielders that can, that can create. Yep. We know, know. that. You know, I mean, people keep you know about oh, Kyogo's not getting the service and that. But when you've got players like Cam McGregor, O'Reilly, and even Bernardo, do you know what I mean? Although Hatati's at the team, Hatati. But yep. if they they can spot these runs, they, it was them that were doing it last season, spotting these wee runs for Kyogo and just threading these wee through passes and stuff like that. Aye. But we're, we're relying on John Scales to do it. Liam Scales to do it. Aye. But that's like, then again, if, you're, if your wingers are staying wide, um, there's mere space for, for him to run in. But he's, he's he's great playing after the last man and he's, he's, never, he's never on the last man anymore. I mean, I think it was at Aberdeen game, he was away back in his own half trying to get a touch of the ball. Aye. I mean, that's just your, your centre-forward. You shouldn't be in there. Aye, you've, you've seen strikers 
drop deep to try to get involved in the game, but no, when you're you're up there on your Todd, you're wanting him as far, far forward as possible. They're arguing on about Palmer smiling when he misses sitters. That was the first thing oh. that annoyed me. I started annoying me about getting Yogo, but. Aye, but he was helping folk up, man. Aye, he helped folk up, all him. that kind of thing, but he was Aye. missing sitters and turning in with a big cheesy grin his face and stuff like that. Aye, I used and to. Then, he was then leading the dancing at full time, hadn't he scored, and he was still leading the dancing at full time and that. Whoa. Aye, no, that's. Aye, but that's... I agree with you. You want to see, that's what I'm saying. You want to see Stephen Hill do one last night, but. You want to, I mean, you want to know that it's hurting these players that they're playing as poorly in that game. Do you know what I mean? You want to see I, what you're saying, show a bit of emotion, no laughing and joking about things when it's no going their way. Aye, no, that's that's that does my and big cowboys try to help them up and make sure they're all right once they've been injured, man. I'm like, who, who cares? Just just leave them, leave them be. Don't, 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 uh, don't, don't be bothered with them at all. I mean, and I know it was. It was it was really petty and kind of thing, but it was like went with Cantwell with a bottle of water with her tatty. Aye, aye. I mean, aye, it's petty and it's stupid and he made himself look like a bit of an ass, but yep. it still showed, but at least he was showing that it mattered to him that much, he was going to be that much a knob about it. Ah, I think he just is in general anyway. Aye, but, but, but it's the opposite, it's the opposite coin to Kyogo. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Kyogo would have held, held the bottle up to squish the water in his mouth for him. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? I'm just talking about, but at least Cantwell be showing that wee bit of kind of, a wee, I know it's petty, but it's still a wee bit of nastiness, a wee bit of, a wee bit of dickheadness, do you know what I mean? Just to show that it was, it was actually bothering him what was going on. Yep. Who, do, you, do you think if he had, if Rogers had drew that last night, they'd still been here? I lost it. Uh, aye, aye, I don't think I don't think it, I don't think it, you can bullet Rogers or walk away most in a game he has kind of thing Aye, I think uh, they would have been they would have been right Brian said he'd have wiped his chin <laughs> I think uh, they would have been riots last night, uh, last night if we had lost that I don't think they've done a lot of happy bunnies. But you can't just... Uh, that, for me, that's a bit overreaction. It's, it's considering you've threw away seven points. I know we don't really need to talk about it because it's we, we go to victory, but uh, if you throw away these seven points after beating them home and away, it's, it's unbelievable that they're in this situation. And that was... Uh, would you make of that Boyd? With their saying about the Martin Boyle when the kamikaze didn't the ball to dive. Oh, what did he say? Oh, he, he was thinking it was a penalty that Boyle should have. Oh, right. Did Boyd think that? Aye. Oh, he was aye, absolutely raging like, oh, last night, wasn't he? Definitely. Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. I can't see. I mean, it's one guy. One guy. No matter who he's saying, he's a crack on the side. What was that? What was that? Can you shoot your back? 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 Right, okay. Come back in. Yeah. Is that that way? Aye. Aye, just when terms came on there. Aye. Aye, Brian, I couldn't agree more uh, with what you're saying, but there's also a, a small minority out there, so-called Celtic fans, hoping 
or wanting us to get beat so they could turn around and say, oh. I told you so, Rogers oh. isn't the man and we knew this was going to happen and all the rest of it. It's it's frightening. Uh, yeah, I've said that I know I've said that for years. I've not seen running the form in that. You can you can tell there is there's an undercurrent and that's Aye. that's what they're wanting Celtic to get beat or something they just even to drop points and all that. I can't so fathom it out, mate. I just cannot fathom it out. No, neither would, can I. They would want their team to get beat. Because see the thing is, see last night, um with ten minutes to go, see the messages I was getting off. Uh, the Orcs or the text messages and all the rest of it, and they're thinking, I've dished this out for years, man. So, know that you want to take it, and you don't even feel as if you can take it, but you know it's coming. But then, after the we, we got the penalty, it was all kind of quiet. So, I don't understand to any of them can kind of want to sell it to get beat so they can just turn around and say to people, I told you so, I knew this was going to happen, and it's Roger's fault, it's this one's fault. It just, I can't stomach it whatsoever. Uh, they love the, they like that kind of gloating side of it. What in their terms? It's no oh, right, right. oh yeah. Thanks for the Thank picture, Mark. Always. <laughs> 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 that sounds a lot better anyway. So good, what, was good, good. On, what was your take on last night then, It's atrocious. It's absolutely atrocious. I, I genuinely think looking at the players, Mark, I genuinely think that they're unfit. I, and and what what makes it what makes me believe it even more is the amount of injuries they're having. Everyone is a hamstring injury or a muscle injury. I know that can happen, but I always remember when the Spurs manager came in, and he said, "Look, there's going to be a lot of injuries at the start because they're not going to be used to the level of training we're doing." But players players are are are, are like falling like no tomorrow like, like I, it's like it's wet heavy pitches. And anyone that's played sport themselves through the years, that's when you're likely to pull muscles when you tire or when you fatigue. But Celtic look like they're tired after like 25 minutes. Like like they've played Aberdeen and they've played Hibs, two teams that are apparently seriously struggling. And Celtic were blessed to get a win in either of the two games. Like Aberdeen battered them in the second half. Hibs had it like only, like Joe Hart realistically in the Aberdeen game and the Hibs game, have kept Celtic's uh, league. Saved, saved, definitely saved us a few times last night, too. Yeah, he, like he's the only guy realistically last night that I would have said pass marks to. I, Callum, Callum McGregor must have a twin brother that's playing this season because he's been he's been non-existent. And I was agreeing, I'd agree with what you said, Mark. I said that Scales and whoever else there, they seem to be the guy dictating the play. Oh, well, Callum McGregor seems to be doing this pointing left to right and pointing left. Like it's mm-hmm. like, like either either McGregor should either be looking for the ball off the centre backs and driving out with it, or else McGregor should be in a much more forward position and put someone in there like Iwata or Holm or someone, even Bosman Law, bring him back. And they're talking about they kept the centre back. Why didn't they bring back Bosman Law? He's supposed to be playing great stuff for Fleetwood. I've seen, I've seen I've, a few people saying that on Twitter, not there. And he's actually he's actually playing he's actually playing in the CDM role down there for them. He's not playing centre back, like you, there, you know. Jay? So Do you hear me? I don't know what happened. You've been a wee bit fuzzy, I know. Like two sides of crowd come back in. No bother. Yeah. So I've seen I, a few I, people I, saying he's uh, big boss and those playing well doing their turns, and he's a guy yeah, kind of. Well, 
you've seen a you've seen a fair bit of him when he was younger and that as well. You and Paul were always kind of keen, keen on him doing well for Celtic. He seemed to have all the attributes, but then any time anybody actually watched him playing for the B team, he was rank rotten, but he seems to be really doing well down there. And I, I think, I mean, Mark as well too. Like we said this before, like, like how can you judge? How can you judge a guy in a, in, in a in a B game with the greatest respects? They're playing lowland leagues. They're not playing on, for argument's sake, the best surfaces, the best everything, the best all this. Like, but but Bosman, like Bosman Law was got rave reviews at at Watford. He never really got a chance to sell it, and he is something that we don't have, Mark. He's size. He's a big unit, like. We have no size in the team whatsoever. I'm not saying he should automatically be in and playing. But like I'd have rushed before to let that Larga Bielka go and bring back Bosman Law. You're keeping a guy who's who's basically been told, look, you're rubbish, we don't want you. And then all of a sudden we were like, actually you need to stay because we're we're stuck for numbers. You know, I, I and the problem they're very bad. And the problem with Celtic at the minute, Mark, for me is Every game they seem to be, it's hard to believe, but they're actually getting worse and worse. Like, <laughs> do you know, the, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's worse and worse. Like, I know, I am, but they, they have, like, I mean, I, I mean, as you said last night, if it wasn't for two penalties, if it wasn't for the, the penalty at the end, and listen, both of them are, both of them are definite penalties, but like, like you said, they'd be uh, still there, and they'd be still there trying to score. The, the wingers, the wingers are they're they're crossing or what if you want to call it crossing is absolutely shocking. Set pieces are shocking. Corners are shocking. It's just like they just kind of aimlessly fire a free kick and hope it goes over the wall. And corners just seem to be a case of fl- fl- flick it into the box and see what happens. There's no, I I, I don't know. I, I just think they're a very. I think they look a very unfit team at the minute. That's my set my my own personal opinion. I really do. The final third is it's atrocious. They're not the final third really is what you're saying about the wingers and that. There's they're, they're offering nothing creative creative wise. They're not really they're no I keep I mean people don't go on about changing this kind of formation and that. I would like us to go back to that kind of four, two, three, one and get a t- proper like camera, a proper number ten mm. in there. But yeah, in the it's a really strange but we're just saying for uh, you came on your terms, me and Jerry. Says, we've not got anybody in the midfield that's running the game. No, no, we don't. I, and the problem I have as well, Mark, is and this is this is something that must be told has to be told to the players. Like they like every time the winger gets the ball, they have to pass back. I don't know what it is, but they has they have to pass back. Like they, they they've taken on demand. Taking on demand seems to be a very, very rare thing like. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Is that me? There's a lot of noise. I don't know who it was. Um, it was my, my, my wee boy turned off the internet because his thing he was lagging. He's Fortnite was <laughs> lagging, so that's who he cut me <laughs> off. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but that but that's the thing mark every time the winger gets the ball their first their first thought is it's nearly like no one wants to try it pass it's like okay i won't be the one to lose the ball even in corners we can have a corner and the ball can wind up back at scale center back like 
you're right. I, 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 you know, it's, it's ter- and it's so, so slow. It's unbelievably slow, like, compared to the way they played last season, like, you know, I don't we know, it's were, just we shocking to watch. We were spoiled under Ange, but we had, we had um, like Rogers. the first period when Rogers was here, we had played some good football, but towards the, the, the latter stages, it was dire. Uh, it, the same with Ange. It's what it is now. Always the best we've seen since Burns, probably. Um, yeah. but the, the, the thing is, if we've said it before, I mean, this slow, predictable build-up, teams know where they need to go, shuffle left, shuffle right, just let them mm. just sit, sit in, let them try and break us down. Um, let us all get back into position. Whereas if we could get the ball down, get it forward quick, or even down the wings, um, and make use of the wingers in the space out there, uh, get the ball down. You, you hit the nail on the head there for me, Jerry, when you said that we give them time to, we give the opposition teams too much time to get back and we organise into their 5-5, five, 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 do you know what I mean? They're four, yep. Two banks are four, two banks are five, whatever you want to call it. Aye. Because of that... When's the last time you saw us hitting a team with a counter-attack, like, boom, clean up that park, breathtaking speed, just one or two touches and the next time we're breaking free and scoring? Yep. No, no, and no. And, and, and we keep getting on, I mean, we said earlier that Coon was, it was garbage last night, I suppose you'd agree on that terms as well, but his speed's meant to be his big thing. Majida, we know, we know his speed. So, but, but, so what's, why are we not using these these players speed a lot more directed meet play a lot more direct especially on the counter attack because uh-huh. we'll pinch up to Maida and Maida will get it and he should say terms he'll stop and kind of do a wee shimmy as if he's going to take on his man and then pass it back to O'Reilly that'll get back to Scales or Carter Vickers or something like that but they have to be told that the Mark aye do you think that's what it is they have to be told that because like none of the wingers none of the wingers take on the man or very few did do they take on the man the first instinct last night Celtic actually had a break at one stage they broke up the field it was one of the only times I saw it they were cut they cut hibs on the break and they it came out and whatever it is they came out to eventually to Burnaby and he could have whipped in across and said he stopped and he turned and passed it back again to Scales you, you, you know, and like they have to be told this. There's no way because they just go over and back, over and back, and it's so slow and so pedestrian. Any half decent professional football team will just move, move over and back, following the ball. And as you said, a line of five and a line of four, and the two their full backs just narrow in, and because they know either Celtic are too bad at crossing, or if they do cross, they don't. Apart from last, obviously. Aida now was a bit bigger, but before that they had Kyogo. So they were never going to likely win a header like. So. I see this. He's, I've said this before, and Mark said, what's the point? And quite right, why? What's the point in crossing the ball into the box when we've got a midget up front? But I think that big boy, Aida, looks as if he would maybe be worth uh, a few balls into the box uh, for him to go and attack. But last but night... He looks a bit of a unit, didn't he? The guy, big Aida. Yeah, no, he, missed a few, he, he missed a few good chances last night, to be uh, fair. No, he did, he, miss a he few. did. That's what I said. It's, he took the penalties, but he did miss, miss a few good mm. chances. But I look, he looks a, a, a big boy, and he's got that cringeworthy tattoo. So, mm. uh, but at the, at the same time, though, Jerry, like 
That's a very fair point. But if Celtic still need to do this at pace, because if Ayed is in there and he's one on one, there's a chance. But if he's in there and there's three defenders around him, he, he, still, he still doesn't have a chance. Like, yep. Totally. Good night, Brian. Totally. Good night, Brian. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Nice to night, see you. Night, Brian. All the best, buddy. Evening, Joseph Agnew. Nice to see you again, mate. James Floyd, I don't know if I gave you a shout out. Thanks very much for coming in, James. Right. See uh, what Martin has said about stockpiling the players. Uh, and then even John Coyle underneath them. See, like, the two points I could I totally understand and I totally agree. We can't keep stockpiling. And one of the boys in our, our bus, he put this in our chat saying that, look, Rogers is going to want to try and get rid of the Deadwood first before he brings anybody in. But still, he, it's you're obviously want to shift the dead wood out, but at the same time, we can't just keep shifting the dead wood out and no bringing any any decent players in because but, we're going to stagnate. But we um, didn't have any dead wood up centre forward. You no, know what I mean, so we need yep. it. We, I mean, you know, what I mean, whether I is the best move, we know, but I mean, ah, you can see, but, but you can't just you can't just run transfer windows hoping that you're going to get rid of more players and yep. you're going to bring in. Yep. Yeah, totally. that should be, that should be a, apart from really for the for, for the financial side of things, that should be nothing really to do with Rogers. But but at the, you know at the same I mean? time at the same time, Mark, and that, that's fair enough. I, I get that. But at the same time, if you look at the look at the team that won the treble last year, Hart's still there, Taylor's still there, Vickers is still there, Johnson's still there, McGregor's still there, O'Reilly's still there, Maeda's still there, Abad is still there, Kyogo's still there. So, like, I mean, they lost Starfield and Jota from the first team. They we, we they Arden replaced Art. They played. Yeah, that's that, well, Art, well, I do forget him because that's nonsense talk. But for for starters, Bernardo and Hatati are both much better players than he is. And on, on, on top of that, people like he said couldn't wait to get rid of Starfield. Scales is coming, and with the great respect, it wasn't great last night. But apart from O'Reilly, Scales has probably been the best player this year with Celtic. O'Reilly's obviously streets ahead of everyone. But all the rest of the players were all there last year. So this thing of having to get rid of loads of dead wood to bring in players, I don't agree with. Yep. The vast majority of guys that won the treble last year were still there. Like, Yep. Right. John Coyle had also made a point we've spoken about before. Um, he doesn't have the players to play his system. And he'll need to wait till he brings these players in. I mean, I, we've, we've spoke at that before. We managers, they try and change things too quickly, too soon, uh, and they end up making a rip-roaring asset. And they try to do it, they're, they're better doing it in stages. I was kind of hoping that's what was happening with Rodgers. And that's why he persevered with the 4-3-3 the three, three now to get some of these players in. But... January's came and gone and he's got nobody and I think it's a massive, massive risk trying to wait till your the second summer that you're you're there. Because he knew he was getting that job early and he should have been able to identify a couple of players that he was wanting to bring in to play his system because he knows the system he always likes to play. And I've said it before, four three three to me is not a Rogers system. Um so I think he's taking a massive risk trying to wait till this summer and I think it'll be the same old shape we get fed about this is the this is the window we're going to do this and going to do that and, and and nothing changes. We hear it all the time, and if we can't win this, if if God forbid we don't win this league, and need to use some of that money that we should have been home and dry and safe, if we spent a few quid in the 
the last two windows uh, just to keep up with them, then it's no uh, the forward thinking or planning is non-existent. And it's uh, it's it's poor management. It's poor management by by everybody. The board, Rogers, Lowell, Desmond, the full the full full setup to to allow that to happen. But I mean, right, Roger, to keep going on about is this elite level manager and stuff like that, and fair dues, you know what I mean? I mean, he could have got a job in the Premier League, a job in Spain or anything that he wanted, kind of thing. But surely then it was up to Rogers. I mean, we take it that he watched the majority of Celtic games where Lange was managing us, kept up to date with what's going on with Celtic and stuff like that. But surely then it's him to come in and as a kind of top manager. Right, although he's got he's got his system and answered his system, surely it's up to Rogers to look at the players that are available to him and tweak between the systems, find the system that suits that makes the players they know being being a successful system. Aye, look at what, look at what the, look at what the players he's got, look at what they can do, and then work out the best way for for Rogers to play them in a, in a team, whatever aye, that, formation it is in that. Aye, but that's why I think. My, it's only my personal opinion, and I have a talk shite. That's why I think you try to stick to the four-three-three, the formation that a lot of the players are used to, and and have and have been successful in. Albeit he's why to tweak it, and oh, he can't rearrange the turning of the wheel. But he's got to try and put his spin on it, um, and it's it's just not happening. Okay. This side sideways pedestrian passing fit was atrocious. Um, it doesn't need to be any good. And that's the only reason I thought he'd maybe persevere with a 4-3-3, because these players have been used to playing that. Uh, they've been successful at it, and then he was maybe going to try and bring in the players that's going to allow him to play his formation. But to the Which same I extent, think, again, you're right, Mark, the the these, these are professional football players. Surely they can tweak their... I mean, fair dues, you can't ask a yoga to grow another five or six inches. But surely... My missus can, would love that. <laughs> but surely you can surely the, the players at Celtic's paying thousands of pounds a week are capable of playing more than one way the game of course they should be mate of yeah. course but the manager should also be able to identify their strengths Mark like I mean uh, we can that's we, what we, I'm we saying should, Roger should have been able to come up with a system that suited the players as he had them yeah. but, but, should, but like one of the one of the pluses and one of the, the key successes under the Spurs manager was they were playing the inverted fullback, and where Greg Taylor reveled in it. Greg mm-hmm. Taylor is not is not your your fullback to continually overlap and overlap and overlap. That's not his his thing. But as an inverted fullback, he was excellent. John Andrew Johnson uh, Johnson was the same. He was coming in. He was excellent at it as well. And McGregor McGregor looked unbelievable last season. Now, like when Rogers came in, I did say at the time, if it isn't broken. Why fix it? Why uh-huh. fix it? I and like the majority of all the, the training, the coaching staff was there. Majority of the players were still there. I I just thought that he should have just ran with what was already there. He was literally having to come in and just oversee it. Yes, I understand he's going to have his own little tweaks and and changes that he wants to do. But I also thought at the time, is it a case that it's? A level of arrogance that he can't keep the team the way he the way it was because when it was it was it was flying it for the majority of the season it was flying it. Players were looking excellent in the position positions they were playing in. I wonder, did he just think, no, no, I don't, I'm not going to play his way because I'll be seen as I'm playing 
the Spurs manager well, I'm going to play it the way I want to play it and it just like it I don't know I don't know I just I just found it hard to be, hard to believe that he was going to come in and, and change it so much which obviously clearly he has done because the whole style of play is completely different it's probably down about it's down about 10 notches in speed levels and passing levels and everything as I said I just don't think the team look remotely as fit as they did under the Spurs manager the passing is way slower the movement is way slower everything looks way more pedestrian than it used to look Uh, I, think, I, agree, I think anybody with disagree with that. But Ted, I mean, it's a bit, a bit an extreme kind of thing, but if you just want a clone of Ange, why not just bring in somebody, anybody, and just say, just do carry on doing that? But, but I suppose, but Rogers is so so elite, Mark, I'm not saying for him to come in and say, you have to play like Ange. But you would imagine... A, man, a manager of his, of his standing would go, look, this is this is working good at the minute. I'll I'll let it I'll let it keep going and I'll just adjust it slightly. But it seems to be a complete overhaul of what 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 was working well for the team. Like Greg Taylor struggled this year, Johnson struggled this year, McGregor struggled this year, the majority of Kyogo struggled this year. Surely Rogers sees that and goes, you know, and you know, surely you you'd say, come in and keep going what we what we were doing, do and do your own little tweak to the team. But it seems to be a, a very big overhaul by me. No, I don't know. Well, let's not I'm not. Forget, a, there was the end behind as well. There was a lot of this passing about at the back. There was tons, tons of it, Mark. There was lo- there was loads. Of it. I'm not. I'm 100%. I'm not. I'm not saying by any stretch of imagination it was always free flowing football. But the but the problem is with Rogers is before he left the first time, it was very like this. And the majority of this, the majority of the season this season, there are maybe one or two games, it's been pretty much like this. You know, it's been pretty the standard it's been pretty, pretty slow. You know, there's been a few games where, where it's been the tempo's been a bit higher than this and, and but when it is they look good. So I don't understand why they play so slow and passive game I just don't it doesn't suit the players that they have it doesn't suit Kyogo and Maeda and the baddest do you know they have pace up front but they don't use it I did talk to Strangelove where's the two touching off the ball movement where's the line breaking runs and angles to support the fellow on the ball I, that's the key I, that's it I mean you see we have seen wee bursts at them trying to be touches about the box in that this season but I mean, under Ange, I think as well, although Ange, a lot of it was regimented, his tactics were regimented, regimented, that's strict in that, but I still mm. think he, let, he, let, he allowed players to express themselves. Oh, yeah. I don't, for me, I don't, I don't, does Roger, is Rogers get that in him? Does Rogers get, does he give players that freedom to go there? And, like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a great believer in it. See what we're talking about, like, wingers trying to take on the man or cut and say we want we want winners that can do both the defender needs to make a decision he needs to take a risk on what's going to happen and but leave that up to the defend leave that up to the winger whether he takes his man on or cuts inside don't have him tell all the time you need to take your man on or have him all the time you need to go inside give the guy a bit of freedom a bit you know what I mean that's where players kind of mm-hmm. find a wee bit of spark something different well if you have to tell a player that back you shouldn't be on the pitch 
you know, they, a, play, a, player, a, player, a player should be able to go like, I, I agree with you, but if they're told that by the manager, there's something seriously wrong. Like, it does. It does look like they've been told that. It looks like they've been told, don't lose possession. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's exactly it, Ted. I, I, I don't think... Uh, I think they'll be told, keep, keep a bit, but especially with Rodgers, keep possession, keep possession. Uh, you put a ball into the box and we lose it, that's us lost possession. And that's, I think, sometimes players can, I'm not saying it is, but players can be scared uh, to go and take their man on because they're, they're told, well, what's the point in taking the man on, maybe risking losing the ball when you can have a wee simple pass 40 yards back to your centre half that should be a ball winning, ball playing uh, centre half rather than getting the ball down, trying to beat a man, trying to get the ball into the box. It's, they're, they're, they're scared to try anything. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like mm. even you give the, give the boy McGregor, what? McGregor or even a real, why is he not just even carrying the ball? I mean, McGregor's good at taking men on, dribbling with the ball at his feet. Why is he not pushing on, trying to just have a wee dribble through the defence? That's his only a free kick. I take a penalty even. They're truly told us, you said, Mark. Just pass it back to whoever again. Uh-huh. But if you look, if you looked at last year, say, without going back there, and you look at some of the goals, in particular the time for Celtic won three nil, and with it had his two goals, and the time Mbappé scored, some of the movement and some of the running off the ball was unbelievable. It was dragging players all over the pitch. A guy wasn't even getting the ball, but he was dragging two and three players all over the pitch. It had his first goal again or second goal against them. It was a prime example of that. But yet you you don't see you very rarely see anyone making the the run to, to take a man out left or a man out right. It just seems to be so very very stationary. A lot of a lot of the players they're not doing very little. Yeah, yeah, it's very very little movement at all by anyone. Like, yep, very low risk. Like, see that the the point back mark with Cell eighty eight about the criticism of the board and the manager until we've won or lost the league. See that the my problem being with that, I, it's what I, I've heard it from umpteen folks saying that uh, it'll disrupt the team and all the rest of it. And we need to get behind the team and all and, and all this. But for me, this has been brewing for, for a few years. Um, the way that we've been, our, our recruitment's been been honking for a few years now. And I think one of these cups in the league have been papering over the, uh, the cracks. But Mark, you you'll know better than me. You think it's just the same as normal, but I just feel this season. 
there's a lot more anger and hatred towards that board than than, than what I can remember. But you you maybe say no, it's you you normally be you be able to judge it better with the forum. Oh no, there definitely is. There definitely is, and I've seen I've seen it. I hear it. Oh, sorry when you go, Jerry. No, no, I'm just I'm just to say I feel there's a tipping point coming. And uh, God forbid that we don't win the league. I think that regardless if we win the league or not, and I hope to God we do, because uh, I'll know be able to live it down, um, like, like the, the lot is. But um, I think regardless of what happens, that we've we need to hold that board accountable for the way things are run. The whole the whole club, not just transfers, recruitment, the whole club, youth system, recruitment, director of football, the, the full shebang. I think. Uh, as I say, one in these leagues, trebles and cups, it's been fantastic. But I think it's papered over the bigger picture, and we're getting—I don't want us getting left behind. Uh, we've got a, a fantastic chance to move this club on, uh, on 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 a lot of fronts. If we win this league, the money that this could generate for for us is fantastic. But it's got to be reinvested into the the, the football club uh, correctly, in, in order for us to progress and not get left behind, which and. The, the way we are, it's it's happening. We like to think ourselves as a big club, but we, we we don't act like a big club. We try to sell ourselves to the fans as a big club, but if you if you look at the way things are run and the the, the people in the certain positions, we're, we're, we're far from a big club at all. We're we're we're, we're, we're taking the piss out the fans. Mm. Well, Celtic, Celtic win Celtic winning the league this season. It, it's just it's paper near the cracks. No, I mean, on the forum, for using how long in that, or the couple of years we'll be doing the podcast, yeah, when Celtic win the league, everything's rosy, and I've moaned about it for years. The board's still, for the years when we've not been kept, when the Rangers won in the league, we've missed out in the Champions League. Imagine we get in the Champions League even five or six t- times out of the years, the difference we'd have even had for the club than now. But, and, but too many, mm. too many Celtic fans were just happy to be winning the league. And I've said it, and I've said it before. You can judge the Celtic fans throughout the season. The league uh-huh. kings are, starts off all right. Now Europe's a killer. Everybody's moaning. Everybody's doing the transfer window. Right, starts off with that. Everybody's moaning. No matter what we sign, who we sign, it, even when we get back to saying he's under hands, people moaned about them. Right, and then it gets up and doing up and doing all season. And if we win the league, even the garden's rosy. If you start bringing up stuff about right, well, what's the level? We need to get. Director of football, and we need to do this. We need to, do okay, just moaning for the sake of moaning. But it's actually be a concerted effort now, and this, there's still ways to back the team and still protest against the board. And is this, uh, is for years, Mark? You know that yourself. We've waited till we see what we're doing in Europe before we went and try and sign players. We've waited to after the qualifiers to try and sign players. Whereas if we got these players in, we would have a far, far better chance of doing something in the qualifiers. But no, they want to wait to see how we're getting on uh, before they go and sign anybody. But even when, we're guaranteed, even when we're guaranteed entry, they've not done anything to tell, help us out. Exactly, exactly. And as I say, this season in particular, um, if they spent a wee bit of cash in January, I, I don't believe for a second that uh, the players weren't available. There, there was players out there um, we could have we could have signed. It would have improved this team. First 11 and the squad. Uh, to, to give us a far better chance. So it's nonsense to say that there isn't any players available. Uh, I, I think it's, as well, it's frightening. I, t- sorry, I think as well, Jerry, one of the reasons that fans are 
a little bit more irate than maybe even before is, is the fact there have been a lot of years where Celtic haven't had the funds that they have. And you might, you might, you might say, okay, they don't have this money, uh, huge money. But Celtic had 70-odd million sitting in the bank. And that, re- that really has to, you know, irk the fans that are there going, and they're not spending any of it. They seem to be happy just to. They seem to be happy just to gloat that they have seventy two. So that's why I think the the annoyance and the anger is even more this time because Celtic have the money to spend and they're just not spending it. Whereas before they may not have had the money to spend, and even though fans would have been annoyed, they might have been going, "If we only had thirty billion to spend, whatever." That's why it's probably driving fans bananas. Is they have they have the money, they didn't spend it. You could see the results against Aberdeen. Yep. The guy that people were saying we should have signed, he he tore the Celtic defence apart, and he he had an excellent game that day. And you see, with the greatest respects, whether people like him or loathe him, Shanklin has scored probably in every game since uh, since the January transfer window has closed. So, like yep. people are looking at people are looking at that going, you know, we're not asking you to spend twenty million. You know, we're only asking you to get one or two players in to help it, like, and yet they still didn't. And that's that's where I can see the, the fans going absolutely ballistic. Like, well, you're you're hundred percent correct, mate. That you're uh, spot on. We've not always had this cash, and that's the, that is one of the reasons why uh, the, the fans are are going tonto. But the thing is, we all know what's coming. Um, if if they had to if they win this league, they'll be trying to say that uh, the reason that we bought this money is to compensate for us no winning the league, and we can able to go and still get signings and all this shit whereas if they'd spent a few quid got a couple of two or three uh, players in and they'd have, they'd have probably not 100% guaranteed us but when I'm right further on right better chance of winning that league and claiming this uh, money at the end of it uh, and still 100%. keeping that 50 odd million in the bank whereas now we, we lose this league the unthinkable happens they win it and and we're, we're, we're back to being it's they're not in a rear view mirror it's back to being neck and neck again for mm. the for the league every season and that's the galling thing to think from where they've came came from go to mm. a European final and now we've allowed them the ox hand keep handing them oxygen mask allowing them to breathe and now they're going to be neck and neck with us whereas in reality they, they should never ever have been in a rear view mirror and, and as much as it pains us all to say it's, it's if they had if they win this league They'll be back to neck and neck, and that's that's uh, no slight noise. That all comes down to the Celtic board. And it's, it's like it's, it's like what you Mark it's like what you and Mark said as well a few times on here. If they do win this and they get fifty million or sixty million, they'll spend seventy million. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, if Rangers were sitting there at seventy-two million pound in the bank this summer, they'd struggle at the bank three million quid. They'd have spent seventy-five million. Yep. Yep. You know, because they'll, they'll try to bury Celtic get the first chance they get, like. Uh-huh. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I would never, ever, ever want to go down uh, at that No liquidation or that, neither do I, no. At, uh, at nothing, but if you think to yourself, JFP, um, I hope his blood pressure's starting to come down wherever he is, but he said it a million times. If you turn around to say, look, there's 10, 15 million, and at the end of the season, I'm going to give you back 50 million. 60. Yeah, it's yeah. a no-brainer. Exactly, exactly. Now, for them now uh, to gamble and hope that, well, we'll no spend, a, in effect, they've no spent a penny 
uh, and we'll see how we get on with these next 15, 16 games that are remaining uh, in, in the league and see how we get on and risk the fact that we could uh, fall short and make a rip-roar nasty of this um, and let them let them back in it. I just, it's it's horrendous, mate. Absolutely horrendous. Because you, I don't think that, and I hope I... I... I'm not something, I am something negative again. But like the problem is, if Celtic finish second, you just can't see them qualifying. Well, this is it. It's, it's, we and Mark spoke about this. I mean, if uh, if we had to win the league when we get straight into that, uh, the group stages, if they finish there's second... Eight, they, there's eight still, games, isn't there, this year? Ah, there's eight games, but they, they could still qualify directly into this Champions League, even if they finish second. Whereas we would need to play qualifiers. I think it comes down to... There's a couple of permutations of how it works, but I think uh, their coefficient nah, points. Very, I don't think it's very likely, but Jerry, is it? Well, I, no, I thought I thought it was more likely than not because the way Ajax were ever sitting in the league, uh, that's helped them out to me. I think Ajax were one of the teams that had to qualify, so there was only like one other team. I can't remember the, the two leagues. I'm I'm certain one was Portugal, and I can't think who the other one was. But I know that if Ajax, and they're not going to finish the Champions League spots, if they finish outside it, uh, they've got a hell of a lot better chance. Here's hoping they don't, and they go tits up again, because there's, there's nothing better. But uh, we should only be concentrating ourselves. And right now, I think this board are happy to let them uh, give their brief board. life into them. And it's yeah, yeah. that's... that's uh, we're the ones that are paying the money and all the rest of it, so they shouldn't be thinking about them. It should be us they're thinking about. And I don't care about how uh, they want to try and sell the Scottish game or the old firm or the Glasgow derby, whatever shite it is. We do not need them. We can make, generate enough money ourselves without them. Right. The, board don't make you, the board don't make you feel that way, though. Pardon? And a lot of the, the fans did step up to the plate when we seen somebody put it up when Ronnie was here with stand shut in that. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yep, mm. totally. Um, even in Espato, I've not even spit out. Stapona, boy, nice to see you again, mate. Thanks very much mate, for coming in. We're going to need to get him to change his name now. We know. <laughs> uh, I've seen somebody as well mention earlier on, just a wee bit up, because it might be even Martin. They were talking about uh, as as uh, Dermot Desmond maybe looking for a road out. And no chance. I was looking, no, but I was reading a thing earlier on, and he's turned, he's gone to this thing in New York with the Celtic Foundation. Okay. Did else, anybody in the chat read that? I can't even remember where I read it today. There's some big doer in New York with the Celtic Foundation, and Dermot Desmond's the kind of star turn it, turn it. Must be a golfing yeah. event at it as well. あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
and it was in the condition that they never left the family. They couldn't sell them. Whether that's just bullshit or no, but I was once told that was the, that was the case. That would prevent uh, anybody else taking over. Unless they have mutual shares and together, do you know what I mean? Like it's the whole family want to share, like that they all need to agree as a family. I, Unless I it's something want... like that, you know, like if it's Desmond, his wife, his son, whoever, I that they all some... they all own the shares. Yeah, like a little company, like somebody company that owns it, no, just yeah. actually him. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I was Aye. Well, I hope he's got longer arms than his dad getting into the pockets. But at the, at the same time, you don't. Is that his? Is that his problem, though? In the sense, like, I, sorry, Mark. No, but just I think that's real. It's, we don't need time again. He's in pockets. Nah, and no, I know, I know, we went, but I know we went over that, mate. But aye. it'd be ideal if he could uh, find that checkbook for law. Listen, listen, the bit. But but that's why. But surely, let's with the greatest respect, Dermot Desmond has. Of successful businesses. That's why you employ a CEO. That's why you employ a chairman. That's why you employ a finance guy. These are the guys that are at Celtic Park every day. These are the guys that run the football club. They should be able to look at it and go, well, yeah, we have 72 million or 74 million. Surely they don't have to pick up the phone and go, Dermot, we, we want to spend 30 million on that or 20 million on that. Is that okay? Dermot Desmond is a billionaire for a reason. She's going to surely go, well, it's Celtic Football Club. I'm paying you X amount of millions and you X amount of millions to run it. I expect you to be able to run it. You don't have to pick up the phone and go, can we spend 20 million? Can we spend 10 million? Can we I, 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 would, I would be very surprised. Like These people are in high power positions in the club for a reason. They're getting paid big money for a reason. You know, to, to do their job the same way that Rogers is getting paid big money to do his job. They, they might consult with Desmond. I understand that. But at, this, at the same time, Mark, like he, there has to be a level where you don't always have to ask him, "Can I do X, Y, and Z?" Like, surely. Mm -hmm. But if you if you want to listen to what the Celtic fans and Peter Will that they need to ask everything. Well, it's surely Michael Nichols. It's surely Mike. Well, Michael well, Nichols is the CEO. So box the box stops with him. Exactly. And that's what my argument has been all along about this kind of situation in the board. You know what I mean? Michael well, Nicholson's getting this. I think Michael Nicholson probably one of the highest paid people connected to Celtic. Yeah. Well, Celtic, you know Celtic I mean? still spent the same way, man. Celtic still spent the same way, and I said this before on one of the podcasts, still spent the same way when Lawwell had left the club for what it was, two years, whatever. It still spent the same way. It wasn't as if they spent it, they spent they spent high money when Lawwell left, and now he's back and they're not spending that money. money. Michael Nicholson is the... Michael Nichols would supersede Peter Lawwell, whether people like it or not. He's the CEO of the club. Of the club. I know Lawwell would probably still have a good say in it from his, his previous running of the club, but at the end of the day, Michael Nichols is, is the man. The book stops with him. Like. 
Well, that's I've been seeing that all line. You know, I used to say the last time that the buck stole with Peter Will, so just because because Peter Will's still there doesn't mean that the job's actually changed. The CEO job itself takes no change for Peter Will was there to Nick Michael Nicholson. Oh, it's exactly the same. I've been through getting into bone last half everybody. We need to get a director of football in there. Then you've got Michael Nicholson on the fight kind of the business board side of it and the director of football on the fight the football side of it. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. But as I said, I, I this is the, the funny thing is, Mark, this is something that we've 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 mentioned on here tons of times. But can can the problem is it's like Jerry's just said there, can you see it happening? Probably not. For whatever reason, I don't know, but they just don't seem to be willing to go down that road. Did they not like the power to be taken away from them, or is there a reason for it? Or I don't know, but it, 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 like it's very hard to tell you the structure of the club in regards to the the footballing and the business side of things. Who who makes this call? Who makes that call? You don't know. Like it's a guessing game. There's too many too many blood blames. No, there's a few people. People just. Accusing sorry, and assuming that, sorry, Jerry, just people accusing people of doing stuff and assuming that these guys that are that's went wrong. So he must have been involved in it. You know what I mean? Just it's like everything that goes wrong for Celtic gets blamed on Peter Will, and everything that's good on Celtic gets blamed on anybody but Peter Will. But that's been that's that's on for years. With the 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 board, the, you know, want the board to come out and tell you absolutely everything that's going on, but the, the, there's no clarity either. I mean, you go to these AGMs and what whatnot, and it's all these prearranged questions and all this shite. They want to have a laugh and joke about them. They're not going to be laughing. They're still going to be laughing and joking if they win this league. Aye, but they, nobody. Uh, there's like. There's no way of, of speaking to the board and getting any of your questions ever. I, I, I mean, JFP put a, a wide up about 10 questions on the forum about a month back, six weeks back, that were not even as long as that, were brilliant, were fantastic. And see if you get them answered, you're born to an absolute winner. But the board would never tell you why there's no... Uh, what, what the... What the, our, our, our objectives is, what, why we haven't got a director of football in, What's happening with the, the recruitment? Who takes to do with the recruitment? You set up. Why? Why on earth is it so shambolic? Uh, we never see players coming through. There's nothing. There's there's umpteen questions that could be answered. But the, again, the the they, they fudge any question, uh, any hard, difficult question. They don't make fantastic uh, politicians. But, uh, uh, you never. You never. You're never going to get a clear cut answer out of the board to any of them. No, it's half the questions that John put up on the forum. If you ask them, you'd probably get flung out, flung out the no, AGM I, for asking. Do you know I, what I mean? I know that because oh, they're not allowed to ask. I, well, we can't really talk about that here. And, I mean, to go to member as well, right? That Celtic is a PLC company, there's rules and regulations you need to follow. And, yep. and I keep saying this as well would Dermot Desmond run any other companies? So poorly. No, I mean, all these businesses would have a have a, a, a business plan. It would have laid out. This is what this is our object. This is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to our, our, our objectives. This is what we're going to be trying to do. Well, we as I, of course, is win the league. That's our bread and butter. But is that the 
the the level of our ambition. I mean, we should have and could have been trying a lot better in Europe. We could have and should have had a, a lot better uh, recruitment and youth structure. We've got neither. It's uh, it just doesn't seem many. There's no uh, cohesion at all, and there's no. They just they, they mug the fans off at every opportunity they get. But, but I mean, he's, he's got, he's, would, any, would they allow any other his companies to basically gamble on a sixty million, a sixty million pound bonus kind of bonus? No, that's that's yeah, exactly. Like, you're hundred percent. You know yeah, definitely, hundred percent. And the problem is with injuries. It's like it's every every year you're saying about the Europe side of it. Every year, when Celtic have qualified or. Do you know they're thereabouts. You're always there going, oh no, they're both now, they've got a few pound now, they'll and every year the Europe the Champions League is getting bigger, bigger, more money you put we'll get one or two bits of quality now this year. Everyone thought it this year because the team was so strong after winning the treble. Two or three real bits of quality in there now. We we could do you know we could we might we could maybe sneak out of the group if the group isn't too difficult. Do you yeah. know, do you know? And I remember the start of this season said to Mark, Mark said to me, What would be a successful season? And I said, winning the league, maybe win one of the cups, but definitely progression in Europe. Definitely has to be progression in Europe. That's how yep. positive I felt going to start in the season. Uh-huh. Now, now I honestly, I'm looking at the season and going, God, God help us. God help uh-huh. us like the way we're playing. Because every time Celtic play now, whether it's home, especially away, you're thinking like, yep. if, if the opposition score one, I, you just can't see a score in two. Like, I know they did the other night, but generally speaking, in the last few matches, they've been so bad. But they have they haven't done any the, the board have never invested in Europe at any stage in the last I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. They, they keep giving off this perception that they are going to do X, Y, and Z and we've got this amount of money. But they seem to be content to go, we have this amount of money. Yeah, what are you gonna do with it? I know we just have this amount of money in the bank. We have seventy odd million. And they're delighted to say that and that's it, like they don't want to spend it like I see that point there. Was it John Fitzsimmons? I can't find it now. Aye. Uh, there, that's a, quite a decent point. Celtic spend more than enough to dominate domestically. They are just buying the wrong players. You're right, mate. And again, that comes down to recruitment. They they do spend. They, they have spent some decent, well, decent cash. You know, somebody said twenty odd million, and you look at some of the players they brought in. It's just shite, absolute shite. And that comes down to the recruitment side as well. Whoever there. As well, I've never had a problem with the money we spend. It's the way we spend it. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to say that. So, now, didn't they like they brought in? Was it nine players in the summer? Something like that for twenty million. That's I that's barely twenty million. But aye, that's nine nine million. I think that's right there. Nine yeah, but that's only just. Sure, that's only two two plus two. Probably was two point one million, two point two million, maybe a player. Sure, two point two million player pound player in this day and age. Yep. You know what I mean? That's what are you going? What are you going? That's like. You know what I mean? That's like buying, uh, buying a load of second-hand cars and hope one of them becomes a Ferrari. Like, it's probably not going to happen. Like, it's some someday I thought I can't see. It. There's been a few good points. Somebody else had said, uh, whoever it was, I'm not, I'm not sure. Sorry, but they'd made the point that saying that when the new Rogers was coming back, they thought Desmond was maybe going to open the checkbook um, and, and and allowing the funds to try and push the team on. And I think we'll fail into that. Uh, same category. We all thought that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I know for sure I did. I, was I, did too. I think even Rogers did. Aye, well, <laughs> he wouldn't, he wouldn't I, come I back otherwise. 
I mean, I wasn't looking for him to go and break transfer records and all the rest of it, but mm. I was expecting him to go and spend some decent money on uh, three or four decent, right good, right good signings to push us on and do something in Europe. And it's but, just, it's been shambolic. We, we signed nine players for 20 million and not one of them has improved the first 11, never mind the the the, the match the team. But, but Jerry, just to go back to the point there that was making, we said nine players for 20 million. Why couldn't Celtic have bought three players for 21 million and paid them the combined wage of the nine players? Maybe a little bit more. That's it. Exactly. Not nine, three, three players at seven million each. Three sevens, 21. You've got nine players' wages there. Might be a little bit more. Might be another 10 grand, say, for argument's sake. But you will have three players that will contribute as opposed to nine players where you maybe have two that contributed. The rest of them are surplus to requirements. But you're still paying them a wage. Yep. Some of them might be three grand, some of them might be four grand, some of them might be two grand, whatever it is. But that's still wasted money that oh, you could have bought a guy for seven million or eight million, and you could have said you could have bought a guy for seven million or eight million and given them a decent 30 or 40 grand a week. And all of a sudden, so, you've got a player that can impact the first team. Well, you look, look at this look, part- at your, look at your transfer fee, right? 25 million. See if Brendan Rodgers had been allowed to go out and spend that on. Say, say just three players, as you're saying, terms, three or four good players, and then see the other rest of what that actual transfer budget would be. That's where that goes on the projects. That gives only the younger players in that. Which makes Are you a hmm. No, she's pulling the dogs. Water dish. Hey, you what know about what I mean? the... We wouldn't maybe have got nine players in because it'd be like, we need to balance the numbers a bit. But we need to whittle down the projects we're, we're signing and make sure that they're the best projects that are available. So we only buy five of them. Do you get what I mean? But it's five that we can rely on that in a year or two are going to come into the first team or move on and get us money. Yeah. Well, but you know, but we look at that all, you know, like Lager Bielka. I mean, you know, like that's a joke 13, 13 and a half grand a week he's on. And we're, we're, we're yeah. looking to get rid of him already. Yeah. Like Naratsky's on about 20 grand a week. He was on that. He's just in the door. And he, he can't even cut the mustard at centre half. But Jerry, Kobayashi, Kobayashi's on about nine grand a week, um, Jerry. Do you know what I mean? McCarthy's on 14. The much of other so-called Champions League team spending on the kind of fringe players at their club. You're Dez on. Evening, Dez. Hi guys, how you doing? All right, Des. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Right. Apologies, I'm absolutely loaded with a flu the now. No bother, man. I thought last night might have given me a bit of a pick-up, but... <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely is. Uh, the biggest thing for me last night was Nick Walsh giving his two penalties. Couldn't believe <laughs> that. In the last minute as well. Uh but just, I just want to make a couple of points. I agree with you are all saying that the shit show that's going on now. Uh, we talk about the, the season coming, whether we win the league or not. You're right. Most of the fans, I don't think, will really bother. It was at the Ross County game a few weeks ago. Uh, working early shift the time I got the game. Absolutely knackered, tired. Celtic score an early goal. I thought, here we go. As the game went on, I just get more frustrated, frustrated, and final whistle wet. I mean, 
Ross County could have won the game in the last kick, well, and could have got a draw in the last kick of the ball. So, final whistle goes. I get up with a few guys behind us, start at booing. Guys in front of turn around, started screaming and shouting at us, don't come back and all that. And, and how are we ever going to progress when there's people going and watching games like that and thinking, I we won, so everything's fine. I mean, people are looking at that game against Ross County and thinking, and then thinking on to Aberdeen and Hibs, I will pick up six points there, easy enough. I mean, the, the mindset with the board is poor. I don't know what's going on with Brendan Rodgers, why he, he came back to Celtic, what he hopes to achieve. A lot of the players look really off the gas, but I think a lot of fans are just kidding themselves on. That we, all we had to do this year was turn up. Rangers are a poor team, but they've got a head to with a new manager. And I'd be surprised if we we win both the league and the cup this well over the next few months. I think Saturday's game at St Mirren will be another tough, tough game. Uh, and in 40 years or 50 years of watching Celtic, um, we shouldn't be absolutely scun up now the, the way the club position and the success we've had. But uh, I, I'm absolutely scun up, really am. Because, Des, I mean, it's like, well, obviously, your age here, you must be kind of the same age as me. You sort of watched them winning nine in a row and stuff like that. And right. yep. it, was, it was sore, it was hard. And you see Celtic, you know, I, and I know what you're talking about. People, if you do, when Celtic's winning, when you do still going about what you would like the club to do to get better and move forward, people, there is a there's so many fans out there that just oh, you're just a moaning face gay, you're never happy. Yeah. And it's no right because as I said, we win the league this season, it's still paper near the cracks. Come the summer, we're still gonna be we're still holding our breath. Nobody, I mean, even if we win the league this summer, is there anybody between us four guys on here, or is anybody in live chat confident even a successful transfer window that we're going into the Champions League in next season? But or we're going to have a, we're going to have a right good stab at this. Even no. with the seventy odd million in the bank, the sixty odd million was guaranteed. I don't. I've not got the confidence that Celtic are going to take that step up anymore. No. no, I think if something is something at 170 million in the bank, of team will be confident. Yeah, exactly. It'd be two or three million pounds spent here on a player. Yeah. Uh, the guy that came from Rapid Vienna is he any better than anything we've got? I mean, who scouts him? Who looked at him and said, right, he's a target, get him in, he's better than we've got, he's going to walk straight into the team, or is it a cape? So He's a good guy to have on the bench, good squad player. But I, I'm convinced that, that, and he said this to the lads the other night as well, I'm convinced that the likes of that uh, lad that came in, that German lad, he's probably third on the list of five, but the other two were too expensive that Celtic won't pay for them. Yeah. And I'm convinced of that because every player in Celtic boy is between two and five million. Five million in the top and anywhere down to two million. Because the, every every player that they bring in pretty much is around the three or four million pound mark, give or take. So they they have they have this template where they work on, and there's no way that you can tell me that every player that they look at just happens to be in that bracket. They obviously identify guys in this bracket, and that's it. Like they won't go for a six or seven million pound player. I don't know why, but they just they clearly don't have that that mentality that they want to spend that money on a player like that. 
I agree with that, Terence. And that kind of, that's my kind of th thinking on it. Whoever makes these decisions, whether it's a mixture of Rogers, Baby Lil, Nicholson, whatever, but there's a list and we never seem to go for the top choices. We're always at the number three or four type of choices, isn't it? Always, always, Mac. Always the case, like. Because there's no way that every guy can be, that Celtic look at can be three, three, two, three, four million. It just, it's not, that's not feasible. It's not logical in football that every guy you go for is roughly around the same uh, value in the market. Do you know, like Largy Bielke is a prime example. Someone identified him. He was about three million, three and a half million. They bought him. He's in the club five minutes and they're going, yeah, you're not good enough for Celtic. The stats don't say you don't suit the game. The manager doesn't like you. The manager doesn't think you should be playing. But you have to stay here because we have a lot of injuries. But you're crap, by the way. Do, do you know, it's, instead, no, instead no, of someone... I, 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 that's instead, exactly what they've done. That is exactly what they've done. Instead of someone going, instead of someone going, well, look, yeah, but we're not sure about him. But this guy's seven million. He ticks all the boxes. He ticks all the boxes for us. And he's a step up. And, and listen, I know until, until no one will prove, I don't think anyone will prove me wrong until, until I literally saw someone do it. I, that would only be the time would change my mind because that's what their template is three to five million, no more. Everything in that, and that's it. Anything outside that bracket, we don't look at. Hi, Marco. See that one strange love doctor? His point was good, and it's true. It's what we, we, we think of resale value before anything else when we're signing the players. Whereas rather than get a 28-year-old that maybe cost us 7 or £8 million, they're not interested in paying that. And if it's going to push the team on and help for four years, then so be it. It's in my it's 7 or £8 million well spent in my, my, my book. But then again, I'm shite with money. <laughs> yeah, but Jerry, Jerry, as you said that, if you said on here a million times over, sorry, Mark, as you said on here a million times over, you're 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 speculating to accumulate. No, you spend you spend seven you spend seven or eight million. There's a sixty million pound pot at the end of the rainbow. Uh -huh. You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that part out. That if I can spend fifteen, like we said, and get sixty at the end of it, that's a pretty yeah. good return. Where Celtic want to try and spend three million to get to sixty million. That's the uh -huh. problem. Yep. And it's uh, it's it's galling, mate. It's, I just don't understand it. Um, no. But then again, it's I, I I can't see things changing at all. And that's upset. Even if we do win this league, mate, it's uh, I'm no confident into this summer window uh, how the recruitment is going to be there. Especially, if, yeah. I, mean, I mean, we don't know what to believe with Rogers. One minute he's signing them off, next minute he's no, and he's looking for quality. Three million for that boy Kuhn. So far, that's no equality. It's going to, it's going to progress us. So please God, please God, he goes. I leave you with this. Please God, Rogers does go. But come here, Mark. I'll jump off here and leave. Leave Des have a have a chat with you for a while. Just okay. Yeah, right, take care, guys. Good night, boys. Bye. So we'll wait. We'll wait and see, mate. But but I'm hoping we've got that headache in the, the summer with regards recruitment and all the rest of it because we've won the league. But uh, we'll hear, I keep saying it, we'll hear the same shite when season ticket renewals will come out about the, the what we're going to do and how we're going to spend and what's going to happen. And it'll be hee-haw. We'll get shite. We'll get fringe players and all the rest of it. And... I'm, I'm, no, I'm no confident at all. What about you, Des? What's your feelings? Would you be confident that the board stepping up to the plate in the summer? No. 
I mean, let's face it. I mean, we have this conversation every January. Apart from maybe one when Ange was there where they got their business done in December. You know, guys were rolling in on the 1st of January. Uh, no, I don't. I, I, I was on the, the podcast last year after a, a bad European game and we were talking about what is the club's agenda in Europe. Yep. I mean, what now you could be saying, what, what is the club's agenda this year in the league? Do they honestly want Rangers to win the league? Uh, I mean, that, I, I, it sounds laughable that we would want one of our biggest rivals to win something. But, I mean, you look at the transfer window and you go, every day you can buy in January and you're going, no, nah, surely this isn't go- going to be the same. Rogers said well, there's been work done in the background, the players will be here, and then we're going down to Norwich to get their, their third uh, pick striker, who I might score three or four goals or five or six goals for us. Is that what we're really happy with, that level of player? He's, he might be a good big lad, good professional Irish boy who wants to play for Celtic, but is he good enough? No, he's not. The guy that, as I said earlier, the guy that came through Rapid, no good enough either. Uh, but is that the level that we're going to buy? We need to get ready a few, but uh, we need to start buying a better level of player or we can kiss goodbye to our superiority that we've built up over the years. Yep. Good night, Bobby. Thanks very much for all your help, bud, doing the modding and that. My wee mod say God, I wait to put his wee man to bed. Bobby, night, Bobby. Good night, bud. Remember, hit the like button. Remember, hit the like button or Bobby will haunt your dreams. Uh, I, I agree, but then again, it comes down to the uh, director of football and uh, the recruitment. I just, uh, we're all clutching at straws and who actually identifies these players and what happens because we don't, well, I think uh, Mark Law was was brought in to oversee that, but to me, he's been he's been he's been a, done a piss poor job. I know Mark, you had said, well, who identified? Is it Bernardo and a couple of the rest of them? But oh no, all, but, I think he's no, been shite. The thing, right, but see the thing about it with me is, right, we don't know who Mark Law has come up with. Do you know what I mean? I mean during the summer there was a goalkeeper Ivanovic. There was talk of getting Petty in, there was talk of uh, who was the boy that for Leicester and stuff like uh, that, that Rogers had managed and stuff, right? But it's no, it's, but, but there's no clear indication at all within the club as who actually pulls the trigger, who who decides. I mean, Matt Lowe for all we know, Matt Lowe could have found it Brendan Rogers or Matt Michael Nicholson or whoever, a sheet, and there was maybe. You might be looking at guys that were as good as as good as Matt Riley could have been for us. As good as you get what I mean. Yeah. That's how they we don't know who we're scouting. They're, I mean, even when we date, I mean, depressed. I mean, that's one thing with Celtic. They keep the it's right up how the security around who who they're talking to and stuff like that is unbelievable. It's easier to find out who a team doing in the public's trying to sign and it is who Celtic are trying to sign. It really yep. is these days. But, Probably because I'm not going after them, do you? <laughs> well, maybe that's it. But it's, still, <laughs> it's, but it's still down to who is making the final decision on who we sign. Because as you said there, Jerry, Rogers has batted it from pillar to post and never actually gave a definitive answer or changed his answer depending on who, what Moody seems to be in. You know yep. what I mean? Is it Michael Nicholson? What inputs Rogers got? What inputs? I mean, Matt Lowe should have input just as the head of recruitment as in like 
Dean, I mean, all he's doing is running the scouting department and stuff like that. So up to him to give the presentation, this player, this player, this player, this player, but who's actually choosing the player to go for and pulling the trigger on that deal? But, but I mean, see, Mark Lowell, what is his credentials? What's his background? Is he a footballing guy or is he a businessman or what? I believe it was he did scout. It was basically the he did scouting for Man City, the Man City, the City Group, Man City Group, whatever you want to call them or that. For players that that were maybe no make a grade at Man City, but make a grade at other teams in the City Group. See, like kind of player Celtic level. That's what it was. There's people came out and called him a key boy and stuff like that, but there's no Mark Lowe was at a city group and worked his way up and learned learnt the job. And then they get promoted to this kind of head, whatever it was. But it, I don't think he was ever actually signing players for Man City. Right. As such. He was signing them for like the their team in Japan or their team in America, whatever, down south and all the other weird clubs that are affiliated to them. I don't think he was ever that kind of Far up, it was kind of. Uh, I recommend it, Kevin De Bruyne kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he was ever at that level, but I mean, people are so, right in a most for his job, but you don't work at Man City doing that job for that long if you've no built up a network of contacts. He's a so, he did, so he does know what he's talking about then. Yeah, T boy. I'd say he does. No. I, yeah, I don't really know that much about him. Man City. I'm not a fan of him so far, Des, uh, Matt Law. I don't, uh, but then again, uh, I'm like you, I'm unsure of his credentials, where he's came from, what he's done. Right. I just know that he's only at us because he's daddy. And granted that there's no many stupid people in that city group, but uh, I'm still a bit sceptical on how he got there and what he done. I don't, uh, I don't, pff, it doesn't fill me with confidence, put it that way. I mean, I, I just don't understand, maybe it's my age and all that, but I just don't understand why a manager doesn't go out with a, a group of scouts, look at players and say, right, that's who I want, and the club go and get them that. I know that maybe days gone by, but... Ah, the olden days, buddy, wasn't it? But to, to me, Rogers must know who he wants. The club either say, I we can afford them or no, we can't. And if we can't, then we move on. But at least it's our manager, our football manager, that's saying, I want this guy, that guy, that guy, if the club can afford them. And let's face it, the club, apart from the, the galactical guys out there, the, the club should be, be able to afford good players than us. See, it comes down to, when uh, look at the same players, it's recommendations for... for for scouts, for the data analysts, you know, there's a whole variety of weapons getting to trying to identify players. It's, it's gone to the days where Rogers or a manager would have jumped on a plane to go and watch a few games uh, and hope somebody catches their eye. I think it's too there's there's too much involved now in the makeup to try to sign a player than than, than just as simple as that. Um, but there's been when Roger at Liverpool there was a there was a transfer committee there. Uh, so there's the teams. There's a lot of teams working a different way, but with Celtic, it's nobody's got a clue and and how players get signed yeah. or who signs off them or what happens. So do you think that see the guy that came through Rapid Vienna? Did anybody go and look look at him play, or was he just reckon 
that we this guy's available. I right, we want another winger to go and get him. Uh, you, you'd like to think you know, that somebody, somebody did actually go and watch him. I doubt it'd be Brendan Rodgers right enough to be honest with right. you, Des. I yeah. don't think many managers would go and like, scout players unless like Brendan, somebody in Spain and Brendan Rodgers was in a couple of days his holiday home or there or that I'll go and catch that game and keep an eye on a player or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think I'll wait just into like the scouting and the data-driven stuff now. And then they'll bring it... I mean, we're surmising again, but you'd, you'd like to think that if Mark Wells, he did recruitment, he's bringing into these meetings like, video stuff. Do you know what I mean? Things to prove the point and show Brendan Rogers stuff that the player's good at, highlight his good points, bad points, stuff like that. And then you'd like the guys, the football guys, to make the decision on who it is. No... What they're going to cost that comes into it after they decide what player it is they want. I, I, I would that's how I would like to think it was. I really like them to be saying to Brendan Rogers, all right, watch this guy, he's only three million quid. Nudge, 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 nudge. And they show them 60 minutes of him. Then they're like, oh, we've got this guy at eight million, they show him three minutes. Here. Do you know what I mean? Is that kind of forcing these cheaper versions of players of that one them a bit? The Celtic recruitment says it's been a shambles for years. It's been so so hot and miss. For donkey's years, it's been so hot and missing. It's only been just going back recent years. You can go back 10 years, 12 years, 15 years. It's just been recruitment has just been so hot and missing. The players that were wasted, even the two and three million pounds on your your Amido Baldis and stuff like that, and Bangura, guys like that, and they're like and you're back to the same thing. Aye, back to the same group we said, Jerry, we've said all the time, lump the money together and buy one good player instead of buying two, two, two three three, three, aye, aye, basically, aye. But, but see, if, if we can, guys like us can see this, I mean, why can't the club see it? No, beggars belief, it's, mate. Uh, just, if I'd hear, I'd be pulling it out the news, but... Uh, I know the feeling. Here's San Fran Shelton. Hail, hail, mate. Hail, hail, mate. Thanks very much for coming in again, buddy. Nice to see you. Uh, there was another point there. I can't remember where I seen now it. That's right, I know. That that Coons manager was that Hun player, Kristen Nerlinger, wasn't it? Aye, that's right. That's right. Uh, there was somebody else at a point there I was going to ask about. Aye, that was it. Uh, remember the other, in the last pod we spoke about... Uh, I don't know if it was an old thing for COVID season with the two Strattons and the, the committee, the two Desmonds, the two Lovells. It wasn't the Gavin Stratton. It was like Gordon Stratton and his other son as an oh, advisor. Aye. Aye. No, Gordon Stratton is still listed as an advisor in the group. So he, that's what I'm saying. Remember, you thought it was maybe the COVID season. That we'd seen that. It was, you'd seen it floating about then. But there's somebody else who'd put on. I can't remember. I can't see what it was. Uh, basically saying about this two Strattons there, two Desmonds and the two Lovells. Aye, but still one, one uh, Strattons other son apart from Gavin, he's he's a scout or something like that. Aye, so it's, uh, I think Nepo Babies, I think that's what Strangelove had called them. So the, all these, all these, they're all getting in here because of daddies. 
and that's not the way a, a, a Craig, big club. Craig, Stra- Craig, Craig Stratton, that's the, that's Aye. his name. Just sell eighteen, sell eighty-eight. Put up Craig Stratton. But that's not the way a big club should be ran. That we would like to kid ourselves on that we are. Uh, and get, we should be getting the best. I keep saying it, man. I'm sick of saying it. We should be getting the best possible pe- people for the job. I sc- I know, obviously, not a very good one. Hey, but how many scouts do you think Celtic's got? Hopefully, a lot. One or two, I, maybe. No. How, we, 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 I, I know we, how many we should have, but how, how big is your, um, our network? I mean, I know that all, each scout have their own, own contacts as well. But some of the players that are being identified are, are honking. Or not, not even identified, brought in, are honking. For every Bernardo, we're getting Fleming, Kobayashi and Edeguchi and whoever. Well, you can't play fucking... You can't play with one of the Strattons for that just because of his name. I mean, all the guy does is a... I'm not... That's not what I'm saying. A, 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 a scouting... These 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 boys are only in their jobs because they're dads. I mean, and that's, that's the problem right throughout Celtic. I've said this to you before. Even the the, the kids coach, your youth coaching, it's no uh, it's it's not always the best person for the job. It's all pals acting. That's not the way it should be. And that runs right throughout the the, the club. And that's that's one of our, our, our drawbacks. So it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right, obviously that, that's that's life. It, it happens, but um, there's there's a lot of people involved with Celtic. It's uh, aren't good enough to be involved with Celtic, but yeah, it's because of their relations or whoever. Well, it's just like it's just like I say, but we could see like any behind the scenes. It's like any player on the park, we can improve on that. But course, I get, it goes back to this thing, Jerry. Des, Des, I don't know what your take on this is. I'm a broken record on it, a director of football role. I, I, I don't really know much about what a director of football would do with, uh, other than to take a bit of the heat off the manager. Uh, he, he'd be running the scouting, he'd actually be further well, up the food chain than Mark Will. Well, if, you know as long as I mean? it's he'd, somebody he'd help, that knows what they're doing. I mean, for me, it's the CEO, the CEO and the, a director of football, outside the manager, obviously, is the most important job at the club, any football club. The CEO looks after the money side, the director of football looks after the full the full football department. But the men's team, to running the scouting, to overseeing the medical staff, he's, he's in top of all of that, do you know what I mean? If Celtic ever had that. Oh, they, tried, they tried it with Kenny Douglas and John Barnes, didn't they? Jock Brown. Oh, Jock Brown was made a kind of general manager, they called him, wasn't it? But I suppose it was maybe the same thing. But yep. back then, I mean, that's back in the 90s and that you're talking about, Jerry. It was probably a lot different than what you got now, do you know what I mean? Yep. But that, uh, for me, that's one of the best things that Celtic could do to kind of drag their backsides into the, the, modern, the modern game. Uh-huh. When Rogers was last year, he was he was trying to tout Kennedy for the role. But I mean, that just shows you as well. But people say, "Oh, who would you like? To, who would you get to get the job?" But there's guys that have popped up to be good directors of football that you wouldn't have given 
Ben Bogba, Davy, mm-hmm. Davy, where is that Brentford? Or Brentford he's the director of ah, football. Brentford, Brentford, or, do you know what I mean? I was going to say Brentford or Brighton, but I think it's Brentford. So it just shows you that guys, I mean, we laughed at him when he was assisting our, our buying stuff like that, but it just shows you that certain people can do these kind of roles. So it's hard to, to kind of say, oh, I would take him, but for the actual planning and helping the youth, the youth set up in the academy, you know, I've said it, I've said it on night. I love somebody like Ronnie Dyla to come in the kind of director of football role. And I don't know how we would tack it because he, I think you need, maybe need to have a kind of certain personality to put you, make sure your points get across. You know what I mean when you're talking to all these, I mean, like, trying to convince this old stuffy board that Celtic to put X amount of mulgains into something because it'll help them in the long run. But yeah. I, I, it's a weird one, but it's definitely something that Celtic, they really need to get something in place that shows a clear structure in the club. Something we've been crying out for for ages, but it's never ever happened. I mean, see when you're back to when Ronnie was manager, Chief Ronnie, Chief had brought in a, a director of football. I mean, I know it was F, but it was after it. Me too was the, the Fergal Harkin. Yep. You know, I mean, see if he could have brought something like that in, a strong director of football to work to be kind of that buffer between Ronnie and the board. I think Ronnie would have got on a lot better at Celtic. It was a, Ronnie was a good first team coach. Bringing on, helping the, do you know what I mean? He was good at coaching, good on the training pitch, you know. But I think that a lot of the management side was too, it was that that put the pressure on him. If he'd a director of football there to take that pressure off of him, it would have, yep. on, it would have made a hell of a lot of difference. So it definitely would, I think. Yep. Right, guys, I'm going to go, right? Uh, so I'll, speak, I'll speak to you. Maybe, maybe the weekend. Anyway, Snee bothered, Des. Well, Sunday night, probably. Thanks very much for coming, Des. Nice to see you. Good night. Good night. So that was done with enough moaning there. Nah, prediction for Sunday, mate. Oh. But team wise? Oh, score wise. Sorry, eh? I, mean, I, I couldn't even predict that team for. I know, it's <laughs> no, I think we'll win. It'll be another, for me again, it'll be just another scrappy win. We'll go to buy. Struggle, struggle. We'll score, we'll score early doors and we'll struggle and struggle and then score another one like eight yards minute, minute to make it do nothing. Aye. I'll, any, anyone will do me, mate. I couldn't care how we get it, but I think we'll win as well. And I'm just waiting for this performance to kick his own because I think. Oh, Fergal Sharkey. Did, did I say Fergal Sharkey? Fergal Harton. <laughs> no, mate. You never. It's just something. Yeah, yeah. Why go? Who's who's the snack? He's a pork chop express, isn't he? And somebody's <laughs> got you with that one. So it was just. Uh, it's just uh, as long as we get the victory, mate. That's all I'm interested in. We're just waiting for something. Hopefully, this is the result that gets us to click and fire, start firing all cylinders again, because something's been a wee bit off. But here's hoping. But we'll wait and see on Sunday, and go for are you going for one on Sunday night. Aye, aye. If you're about no bother, aye. Aye. All right, mate. I'll go and get these two dogs at Donda uh, and try and get in my steps. 10,000 steps, man, so I can see my toes again. I've still uh, got 9,999 to go. <laughs> <laughs> my big boat lion, bro. 
<laughs> oh. Hail, hail, guys, and all the best. Hopefully, right. it's all Sunday. Thanks for having me. Chalky. Bye-bye. Good night, Jerry. Thanks very much for coming on. Thanks to Terms and Des as well. That's it, lads. If anybody wants to come on, I'll fire out the link. You don't need to come on and sit for hours. Just come on for a wee blather for 20 minutes or whatever. He's all more than welcome. Just even Kaiser, if he puts his camera off this thing, doesn't get me into trouble. But again, thanks very much for everybody that listens in on the live chat and listens back on YouTube, Spotify and everything. Remember, hit the like button, leave a comment if you can. And come over and get joined in the forum and stuff like that and on the Discord. It's a good bit of, bit of crack on that, lads. Hail, hail, good night and God bless. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.